This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, friends, how are we feeling today? Happy Friday. You doing all right? Everybody in good spirits? You survived the storms last night or at least the thunder? Hope everybody's feeling well-rested and in a good mood. And ready to go for a couple of hours here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us on the ticket, KNEA 970 AM, along with 953, 969, and 1041 KBRI. We're streaming online at 953.com. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Really easy to do. Download the TuneIn app, search KNEA, and you'll be all set. Want to shout at us today? Also, very easy, turns out. You can pick up the phone and call us. 870-930-3776. That is the number on the Ritter Communications hotline. Uh, you can also shout at us on social. Facebook.com slash 95.3. The ticket is one place to head on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie at 95.3. The ticket or by using the hashtag WDRZ. Hey, I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. We've got Observer Andrew Bowen hanging out with us today as well. So that's the full assemblage of folks here in the studio today as we get ready for a couple of hours to kill on the Workday Red Zone. Today, uh, not uh, you're not going to hear a lot of audio or anything like that today. Today, I just, I just, I just want to talk. Just want to talk with everybody on a Friday, if that's all right. Uh, a lot of open phone lines today at nine three zero three seven seven six. But we'll tell you just a couple of updates going on right now uh, in terms of sports here locally. Just three weeks remaining until the start of the Arkansas State football season. So coming up tomorrow, Butch Jones and the Red Wolves are going to have their first scrimmage of fall camp. Weekend's going to be a busy one overall uh, for the team. A practice is also scheduled for this afternoon. Also uh, full pads for the first time last night. Going to be in full pads on Saturday as well. So uh, thankfully these guys getting a little bit of break this weekend with, with the weather, with it being cooler. And look forward to being back here on Monday and sharing with you, well, not necessarily our thoughts from the scrimmage because we're not going to be able to go out and watch it, but at least some some audio we'll be able to share Butch Jones' thoughts on the scrimmage with you on Monday. Meanwhile, as mentioned yesterday, Senior Bowl watch list came out. Linebacker Jeff Mario Brown, wide receiver Dahu Green of A-State, both on the list. Six Razorbacks named to the list. And Monteric Brown, Myron Cunningham, Grant Morgan, Bumperpool, John Ridgway and Traylon Smith. And uh, going back to yesterday's baseball action, Cardinals wrapped up a sweep of Pittsburgh. It was a 7-6 winner. Lars Newtbar hit his first career home run. Lars Newtbar. You can't say... Even if you're driving by yourself right now in your car, say the name Lars Newtbar out loud and tell me that doesn't make you smile. <laughs> Kate is, name. Kate's name. cracking me up. Like, I can't even look at Kate right now because he's <laughs> laughing. I'm laughing. Andrew's laughing. Lars Newtbar. If you're having a bad day, just try it. Just try it at home. Just say the words Lars Newtbar. See if it helps. It could help. You never know. Uh, he went yard. Paul DeYoung added a two-run shot, too. So Cardinals uh, continue their road trip, but tonight it's in Kansas City. So first pinch against the Royals at 7-10 
on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. Maybe Lars Newtbar will do something cool. By the way, Jack Flaherty is on the mound for that one tonight. So that is uh, something exciting. Even if Lars Newtbar does not deliver, should still be an interesting night for the Cardinals. More on that coming up later. Uh, last night, though, I feel like, man, I don't know if everybody was watching the Field of Dreams game, but I know I was. I know in following uh, along with a lot of you on, on social media, you guys were into it too. And that's going to be a big topic of conversation today, just your thoughts on that. But obviously that was based on on the incredible movie that came out with Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones. And uh, everybody kind of got feeling a little bit nostalgic yesterday. And I was going through and thinking in terms of all the discussions we've had over the years on this show about, about movies, sports movies. We've asked you for overrated movies, underrated movies. Movies that you've not watched that everybody else has. We've asked you for Halloween movies, Christmas movies. But somehow in almost five years of this show, we're, at, we're actually at about four years and 11 months into the Workday Red Zone. Somehow we have never put you on the spot and asked you this brutally difficult question and made you name the best baseball movie. But today seems like a good day. We're still kind of in that last little lull of the off season in terms of the college football and the regular season NFL calendar. Uh, It's a Friday, so I'm not trying to ask some kind of question that makes you overthink things. Because even though I say this is a difficult question, you've already had an answer pop into your mind. But that's the question today. What's the best baseball movie ever? Just in case you're that 2% of people that did, did not have an answer already popping into your head, we'll, we'll let you think on it uh, for a second and, and flashback on last night a little bit. Last night was awesome. The Field of Dreams game was awesome. I uh, turned it on. Uh, I, I personally turned it on Fox right about 6 o'clock. And, of course, the first thing that's going on, it's a beautiful night in Iowa. Stands full of fans. You got just a little bit of that... Feel the Dreams music coming over the loudspeaker. And then here comes Kevin Costner walking out of a, a cornfield. And I think my first reaction, about 10 seconds in, I was like, okay, this, this is kind of a little cheesy. And I thought that for maybe two seconds. And then it was like, okay, well, may, maybe this is cool. When he's out there kind of just walking around on the field, uh, you know, just meandering around for a second, taking it all in. And then the players walked out of the cornfield and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen on a baseball field. <laughs> yeah. It was so awesome the way that intro was done. Yes, it was because I was watching and I was wondering, like, what is Kevin Costner doing? He's just like roaming around the outfield, <laughs> just holding his sunglasses in his hand. Like, what is he doing? And then you see the players and it's like, oh, gotcha. This about, is pretty cool. <laughs> about the time you were starting to wonder if Kevin Costner had forgotten what he was doing out there. <laughs> That's when everybody starts to make their entrance. And it was just such an incredibly well done night. Uh, the entrance was amazing. And not only was the entrance amazing, you know, the backdrop was amazing. Corn looked pretty cool. It's probably the coolest I've seen a cornfield look. Yeah. Uh, the, the field looked fantastic. Uh, I loved what they did with the, the, uh, the scoreboard. I loved the fact that the batter's eye was just a big barn out yeah. there that was perfectly done. And and I loved the fact that, you know, obviously they had to have some modern amenities 
for to be able to bring in two uh, high-powered major league teams to be able to bring in 8,000 fans to watch this. But they just kept everything so so simple uh, from a game perspective. And it just it came across so well. You even had the nice Iowa sunset. Uh, had one of those baseball skies at the end of the night. You had some great aerial views. It was one of the first times Fox was using drones uh, for their coverage. So all of this added in to make it just a, a magical night. The uniforms were stellar. Uh, Lance Lynn looked like a vintage ball player. He fit right in. Yeah. The Yankees <laughs> the Yankees hats were phenomenal, by the way. like th- Their hats just looked so good. I thought both of those teams looked fantastic. Even the, the score bug yeah. that we had on our <laughs> it was TV. Pretty cool. Yeah, had a nice vintage feel to it uh, that, that I thought was phenomenal. And then, oh yeah, turns out that game was okay too. You go through the night, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think I probably, I'm not sure what time I decided to, to channel change just a little bit, but I guess about midway through the, the game, I was like, all right, well, I just, I don't, you know, I'm not a, a huge fan of either one of these teams, so um, there's, I, I've seen I've seen enough of the cornfield, I, I definitely made sure and, and stayed on the channel for the first couple of home runs, you know, had to see Jose Abreu be the first Major League Baseball player ever to hit a home run in the state of Iowa. Uh, I, I enjoyed that, but I don't have, um, I'm not blessed with a, an incredible attention span. So after a little bit, I was like, all right, you know what? Cody Grace is playing tonight for Calgary. He's like the only Red Wolf that's not injured or on a practice squad. I'm going to watch him punt it a little bit. Also, I, I don't know a lot about Canadian football, but I've watched enough of Calgary already to tell you that they're terrible, <laughs> and he's going to punt a lot. <laughs> a lot this season. He probably would have punted it more. Probably would have had more drives that stalled out if their quarterback hadn't thrown four picks in the game. But uh, but turned it over and, and watched him for a little bit because that game was on ESPN Plus, which is pretty much you know the unofficial pro, uh, station of the Sun Belt. So I already had a subscription. Kept up with that for a little bit. And of course, spent a lot of the night scrolling through on social media and happy to see the fact that you know the Yankees had taken the lead in the top of the ninth. And I was like, oh man, I got to pull this game back up because just the way everything had gone so far, it's like you almost knew there would be a magical ending. It was just, everything had been scripted so perfectly that you just expected something else incredible to happen. Sure enough, Tim Anderson, who is kind of the, the soul of that White Sox team anyways, stepped to the plate after the Yankees had scored four runs in the top of the ninth to take that lead, and then had uh, what so many on Twitter referred to as a stalk-off, a two-run homer into the cornfield in right to be able to win that game. And it was it was a home run that Anderson, obviously, and every single other person in that ballpark or watching at home knew was gone. It was just a dream ending for that game. Uh, an incredibly, incredibly special night. There were some really cool things that, that came out of it. You know, there's probably some things that you thought were neat that we haven't mentioned yet. But I want to throw out this really cool factoid uh, that I found last night that I think is is pretty sweet. That was the 15th walk-off homer ever hit by the White Sox against the Yankees. The first, Shoeless Joe. <laughs> in July of 1990. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I think a home run into the cornfield is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in baseball. It was incredible. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. But uh, I, I tell you what, we'll uh, 
we'll let you uh, I'm looking forward today to hearing both your thoughts on on last night's game on the Ritter Communications Hotline and of course uh, the answers on the KavanaughCars.com question is we're asking you what's the best baseball movie ever but uh, one thing I'm curious about today for those of you that are listening obviously look I'm a diehard baseball fan Kate is as well I know I know a ton of you that are listening are and I, I have no doubt that you enjoyed last night's game but if you're a casual fan or even if you're a non-baseball fan if you watched last night's game, I want to know what you thought. I want to know if if this is possibly going to encourage you to to watch more games in the regular season or if it makes you more likely to tune in for the playoffs. I'd, I'd really love to get your feedback on that as well. Um, our phone lines will be open during the break at 930-3776. And again, uh, what is the best baseball movie? That's our question. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, 95.3. Thought Hi, I'm Scotty Woodson. Make sure and join me this Saturday from 11 till 1 at Local Tire and Wheel. $30 will get you started back to school on the tires you need and the wheels you want at Local Tire and Wheel. This Saturday, Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway, across from Burger King in Jonesboro. Get curb appeal at Local Tire and Wheel. We'll see you out there this Saturday, 11 to 1. Hey, guys, EAB staff meteorologist Sarah Tipton here. I was out with friends last week, and they wanted to know what I was doing to look so good. The last six weeks, I've been using the Betts Clinic Weight Loss Program and Body Contour Light. Y'all, I feel so good right now with cleansing my body and losing weight. I've lost 10% of my starting weight, 16 pounds, and I hope to lose more in the coming weeks. The best part? I can feel my obliques and see them, too. My arms and shoulders are on fire. I want you to feel and look like this. Being comfortable in my body again is wonderful. If you're like me, you know what to do to lose weight, but you don't want to give it the effort. That's why I chose Club Reduce and Solutions 4. This program at the Betts Clinic combines to help you in a specific way tailored to your body's needs. Want to join me? Call Dina at the Betts Clinic at 870-931-3722. 870-931-3722. The Betts Clinic. Money comes and money goes. Unfortunately, it doesn't come and go at the same pace. That and even coming and going of money is one of the most important reasons why you'll like doing business with Merchants and Planners Bank and Clarendon. First, open a checking account and you'll be able to keep track of all outgoing money. Second, a savings account. And then, when you're fortunate enough to have more money coming in than going out, You'll want to add that extra to your savings account and collect interest on it. And third, because you'll be an established customer at Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. And when you have a money need that's more than you can comfortably afford from your savings or salary, you'll find that it's easy to obtain a loan. Why not visit Merchants and Planners Bank today and open both your checking and savings accounts? You'll find you're going in the right financial direction from then on. Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon, member FDIC. There is a Be a Genius three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get fresh ground beef sold in a 10-pound tube for $1.65 a pound. Locally grown seedless watermelons, $2.65, limit three. Doritos tortilla chips, nine and a quarter to ten and a half ounce bags, $1.98. Best choice cooked, peeled, and deveined shrimp, 21 to 30 count, 12 ounce bags, $4.48, limit three. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. 
industry. Is it finally time to pull the trigger on a new golf cart? Or is the cart you currently have struggling to make it around the course? Let NEA Golf Cars and Perico get you rolling. Come by and see the selection of Onward Cars by Club Car. And then you can finish your new ride out with original Club Car accessories. NEA Golf Cars also is used cars from a variety of brands and can also take care of your current cart with accessories, tires, wheels, batteries, tune-ups, and more. Go by and see them on Highway 49 North or call them at 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars in Paragool. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Little highlight there from uh, Field of Dreams. If if they would have had James Earl Jones there last night, like reading reading that as those guys walked out of the cornfield, I might have got a little emotional. They did have. Uh, that speech part of that speech played they did play part of it at the end of the game after it was over and even had uh you know they had that speech cut up with with tim anderson's walk off and some other incredible moments from the game and uh it it was again just just a really cool time was he there at all i don't think so yeah he's i don't think i saw him he's how old he's old yeah i was about to say he's 90 oh but i mean he was in the he was in uh coming to america earlier this year okay but he's probably probably at an age where he really picks and chooses where he goes what he does 90 years young is yeah (laughs) 90 90s a lot uh but I'm, i'm glad to know he's still around uh he's just got one of the most iconic voices of Anybody ever, period, full stop. He's on a very short list. But CavanaughCars.com uh, question today. So we welcome you back here, Kara and Kate, with you in the studio today. What's the best baseball movie ever? And 9303776 is the number to call. Sometimes I, I love questions like this. You guys are already cracking me up a little bit because so many of you are refusing to pick one. <laughs> I've got, already got lists, I've already got rankings, I've got paragraphs. Uh, in the responses here on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. But uh, looking forward to, to hearing what you all will say. Field of Dreams is always one of the ones that, of course, comes up on on the list of, of best sports movies or best baseball movies. And I'll be honest, I don't... It, it's probably been a minute since I've gone through and watched the entire movie. Yeah. Probably long enough that I feel like I'm going to have to do that pretty quick. But I thought they did, uh, again last night, just a phenomenal job of making that movie 
come alive for a baseball game in a cornfield in Iowa. I feel like, you know, when we look at, at last night, and yeah, it was a cool game, and yeah, it was a cool scene and all of that, I just, it felt like it brought a little bit of, of magic back to the game. Not to sound too cheesy. But so much of the conversations it seems like we've had lately around baseball have n- not been great. It seems like we're always having conversations about some silly rule that Rob Manfred is trying to impose. Or we're trying to have some kind of conversation about something else negative that's happening. The possibility of a a future CBA collapse. And so last night it just got to be all 100% about the game. And then uh, the game delivered, turns out. So it turned it into a, a pretty special night across baseball. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. Got some breaking news from Arkansas State. I want to share with you guys here in a second. This is big news. But with us now on the Ritter Communications Hotline is EJ. How are you? Hey, Kara. How are you doing? How are you doing all right? You doing all right? I'm doing great. Doing great. Hey, I'm a Billy Chapel fan. I like that movie. Love, uh, love the game. Okay. And, and uh, of course, you can't leave out Bull Durham and the mm-hmm. rookies. That's all good. But there's just some good baseball movies out there. But luckily, the game, I don't know if it's one of Costner's best ones I think he was in, but he's fighting a lot of good ones. But yeah. uh, I love that um, movie. I thought that was, I, it was good. It was just it was so real in, in some areas, you know. But uh, especially with him going back and reliving his early childhood with his parent, with his dad, and you know, looking at things back and. Uh, it was real good. I mean, it kind of had a love story to it, too. I hate to say that, but I did. But I had all baseball, and baseball is what, what made that. And showing how they practice, how they're on spring training, and, you know, just a lot, yeah. a lot of interesting things. It was really good. I think one of the cool things about that movie is so often a lot of sports movies are based on teams like On the Rise or teams that are an underdog and working to fight. He had already gone through his career. Which had been in in this, so this was the very yeah. very tail end of it. So it was a little bit of a different perspective for a sp- sports movie than we get from from a lot of different places. So I liked seeing a, a movie from from that lens. Yeah, I mean, he was at, yeah, he was he was at the end of his career because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you know, they just sold the team and was Billy going to come back or not? He waited the whole the whole movie to to see, and then when he. When he put the note on the baseball and had the kid take it up there, that yeah. was pretty cool. You know, I, I really enjoyed that. But um, And, of course, if you want to have some comedy and have some fun in baseball and get down to the real players on the field, Bull Durham, you can't leave that out either. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the all-timer for me. <laughs> Guys, y'all have a great weekend. Just want to throw that in. Hey, thanks for shouting at us today, EJ. You have a great weekend, too. You too. Bye-bye. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. We'll we'll circle back around on the Field of Dreams game conversation in a moment, but some big news coming out from from Arkansas State uh, last year. They did not have the Hall of Honor induction, which of course is um, the A State Letterman's Club recognizing some of their brightest stars from over the years. So this year, it is about as star studded as it has been in a minute 
And here are the six inductees. Or, excuse me, five Hall of Honor inductees and one honorary letter winner that are going to be honored at the Hall of Honor banquet. Uh, tell me how many of these players you've heard of. Okay. Ryan Applin. Never heard of him. <laughs> Todd Baumgartner. <laughs> yes. Demario Davis. Yeah. Sharika Nelvis. It's a pretty dadgum good list. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Slayton is also going to be inducted. And then uh, former sports information director and longtime university staff member Gina Bowman is also going to be named as an honorary letter winner at the event. So this is pretty cool. Uh, the induction ceremony is, is something that's actually open to the public. You've just got to purchase a table. And you can do that by contacting the Red Wolves Foundation. Uh, that is going to be coming up Friday, September the 3rd. So again, this is, uh, this is a pretty pretty star-studded class that they are bringing in. Really cool stuff. Yeah, not not, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it, 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 it falls pretty good that Ron Applin, the first when he finally gets inducted, is now at A-State, so... Kind of yeah, he's out. not going to have to walk very far once yeah. he finishes his day in the office to be able to go <laughs> over and uh, hang out at the, the banquet. Pretty easy stuff for him. HT is with us on the phone. How are you today? I'm doing fine. I've got bits and pieces of y'all's movie discussions the last couple of days. And so uh, somebody may have mentioned it, but uh, I, ha- I haven't heard anybody mention a movie called Fear Strikes Out. Have not mentioned it. Okay, it's a very interesting movie about Jim Pearsall. He uh, was really, everybody thought he was a lunatic and whatever else. They didn't realize he had he actually had some mental issues. And uh, he went and got treatment for it and came back and, uh, and finished off his career. But he was one of the first players who acknowledged that, yeah, I've got a mental problem and got treatment for it. It's a very interesting movie. Uh, but I'm like you, uh, one of my all-time favorites is still... Uh, a bull Durham, that yeah. one's, uh, that's hard to beat. It is. It is. It's just, it's got, it's got the sports angle. It's got the comedy like angle. It's got a little bit of the romance angle. It kind of, it checks all the boxes. Yep. But check out, check out Fear Strikes Out. I okay. think you'll find it's a very interesting movie. And uh, I can't remember who starred in it, but whoever, whoever did, uh, did, did a really good job. Appreciate that recommendation, yeah. HT. Thanks for shouting at us today. All right, thanks. Have a good one. Anthony Perkins, who was in Psycho. Oh. Okay. Which, Psycho is a great Alfred Hitchcock movie, but he's the star of that movie. So. Fear Strikes Out. I, I'm all about some new baseball movie yeah, recommendations. Not, yeah. uh, let's shout at Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Hey, Miss Tara, you know What? What? I got a, you know that Geico movie with, with the Geico guy, the little green guy? Is it a movie <laughs> or is it a commercial? It's a commercial. Okay, I've I've seen one of those before, sure thing. Yeah, that's okay, reminds me of a little Geico. I mean, even at his, <laughs> even when he's been under the weather, I don't think I've ever seen him turn green. Yeah, that that's what he reminds me of. <laughs> uh,. Am I Australian uh, now? Uh, Am I Australian now? Is it Geico? Yeah. Australian or from New Zealand? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Sure. You're the one. You're that little <laughs> guy sitting by the. You're that, you're that guy sitting by the tire, Kay. Sitting by the tire. Sitting by that little guy go that tire commercial where they have flat where he has a flat. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how we got. I don't know how we got Geico from baseball movies, but anyway. Uh. <laughs> uh, what has happened to this show? I know another good baseball movie, and that's the uh, Rookie of the Year. Okay, okay, that is a good rookie. one. That is. A, thank you for getting back on topic. That's a good answer. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that one show and look up there. <laughs> so, so people can have something to laugh about after well, today. Well, you, yes, you got that covered, Red Wolf Mark. We appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say go to everybody in Jumpboro. Okay. Does that include back, me? Go get your, yep. Go get your back scenes. Okay. Go out there and get your shots today. Uh-huh. Because Need to get them so we can get back to Tailgate City. Yes, sir. Get back to normal. Yes, sir. And go America. Yes, sir. <laughs> the Geico movie. <laughs> <laughs> that one needs to be in the button bar the as well. Hall of Fame. Oh, man. I almost... Friends, I almost died during that car. I had coffee and I almost died, almost choked. That was that was difficult. <laughs> oh man, that was an that was an all timer, Red Wolf Mark. Twenty seven minutes minutes in, this <laughs> show is off the rails. There's forget any kind of sense sensibility. <laughs> No, nothing educational or informative <laughs> is coming out of the rest of the show. It's just pure nonsense for the next hour and a half. Let's uh, let's welcome Trey into the conversation, though. He's with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? I'm good, Kerr. How are you? <laughs> we're, we're, as, we're as good as we can be. Oh, I just heard uh, Rebel of Mark's conversation, and I'm like, wait, um, did I hop in at the right time? <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's there's no right time anymore on today's show. There's just, there's just not. It's it all downhill. It, yeah, it is what it is from here on out. But yeah, I guess Katie is Australian or New Zealandish now or whatever they call them. I'm gonna find out. That's my new project for the rest of the show to figure out where that little lizard is what from. Nationality is what nationality is the guy go lizard? Oh, anyway, back to uh, <laughs> back to subject. Uh, I know y'all were talking baseball movies and. One of my favorites is I don't I'm pretty sure this one's probably been brought up. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh Jim Morris in a rookie. Yeah. Uh man, that was probably one of my first favorite baseball movies. Um my dad and I actually got to meet Jim the real Jim Morris when he came to spoke and spoke at A State a couple years ago. And he said, Of course, you know, Disney, they like to do their nice little version of things sure. but uh uh he said his dad was actually meaner in real life than what the movie portrayed um so uh but he he told his cool story the movie did a good job of telling it but uh, uh that's probably one of my all-time favorite baseball movies and um 
you know, I think Dennis Quaid did a great job in that movie, yeah. uh, playing Jim Morris. And uh, it, isn't that little kid in the movie the kid Jake from uh, Two and a Half Men? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you get that kid in a the movie, there's no telling what's going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, especially since uh, what he developed into into Two and a Half Men. So, um, but. Uh, it's it's hard to top rookie, but uh, another another one I don't think many people will hear of is the movie Mickey uh, about uh, the little leaguer who um, portrays that he's a thirteen year old wanting to play little league for another year when he's really fourteen, and uh, they he and his dad are basically running from the law because his dad's in trouble with uh, bankruptcy and stuff, and they pitch new or they become new identities and he plays for a little league team out west and they go all the way to the little league world series and play a team from the caribbean which is also uh playing ineligible players so it's a really interesting movie and i'm pretty sure it's based on true story as well oh it is there was uh i I can't remember the young man's name but there was a player this was a decade ago uh maybe even longer than that that uh, that was you know on a little league team turns out he was a couple years older than the limit and uh it was uh, a bit a little bit of a scandal yeah absolutely and that's another interesting movie but it but it's a really good movie because it shows the relationship between not only a kid in baseball but a kid and his father too and uh, if you've ever seen the movie, the ending scene, uh, I don't want to give it away, but the ending scene is pretty cool when he sees his dad again. And there's just like those four main people who were involved in the movie. And you're like, man, you know, what a timeline of events. But uh, two pretty good baseball movies are out there. Great answers. And thanks for giving us a ring today, Trey. Absolutely, Carrie. Y'all have a good weekend. Hey, you too. So I've got uh, I've got two movies added to mind. I've, I've seen the rookie, but I've got two yeah. movies. I guess uh, we've got homework yeah. now as as um, here on the show. So Fear Strikes Down and Mickey are the two that I haven't seen. I, the rookie like might legitimately have been the first or one of the first movies I ever saw in theaters. Really? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. Let's uh, hey, let's shout it, Mark here before we go to a break. Mark, how are you? All right, Danny Almonte. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That was the young man who uh, who was playing Little League ball, but turns out he was a few years older than he was supposed to be. You nailed it. Appreciate that. Yeah, he brought heat. <laughs> he brought the heat. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, there's so many good baseball movies. This is a great topic. I mean, probably, I can think of probably like 30, 30 plus really enjoyable baseball movies. But, uh, I mean, but really, there's, you know, there's really nothing close to Bull Durham. I mean, when you talk about it, Checking all the boxes, like you say, just all the cliches, you know, Crash Davis, you know, teaching all those guys so many, so many ins and outs of the game and, and stuff that, you know, people on the outside looking in would never even dream about, you yeah. know, just like the rain delay, you know, just yeah. stuff like that. It was just uh, so many great scenes, um, great movie. And uh, that would have to be my number one. But a guy I mentioned for love of the game was John C. Raleigh born to, to play a catcher. I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. a, a really good movie. But I mean, my gosh, he was—he was born to play play the role of a catcher. I mean, uh, great supporting supporting role in that movie. But anyway, either that yeah. or I could also picture him as a left-handed reliever. But it's it's uh, nobody I'll, nobody I'll else you, on a baseball field. I'll tell you one more if you hadn't seen to to, to try to check out sometime. Uh, 
a really young Robert De Niro mm-hmm. uh, movie called Bang the Drum Slowly. I've heard of it, but I, I haven't watched that one. All right. Anyhow, we all have a great weekend. Hey, you too. Thanks. Thanks again for the uh, for the Danny Almonte mention. Yeah, John C. Riley's got some good. He's got that in Talladega Nights. So he's got two good sports movies right there. I mean, great, uh, great in a supporting role. Always, <laughs> yes. anyways. He he brings just a <laughs> brings, and that was his easily his most serious supporting yes. role, probably for Love of the Game. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe that that guy from the Love of the Game is Dewey Cox. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw out something um, because I just learned this, and so you all need to learn this too. Uh, because it makes me feel horribly old. Uh, Danny Almonte, as Mark just mentioned on the phone, was the the player who was um, Dominican-American, played for his Little League team. He was a Little League phenomenon, and then turns out there were concerns about his age, and he was older than he was supposed to be. I said, oh, that was a decade ago, and of course, things are always happened way longer ago in the past than you realized. Danny Almonte is 34 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) And wow, that makes me feel ancient. So let's go to break. Who knows what we'll get into when we come back. This show has been nothing like I envisioned it in my head uh, when we we started the day. So it's probably just going to get weirder from here on out. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Hello, I'm estate planning and elder law attorney Chad Oldham. More and more often today, I hear clients tell me that the only thing golden about the golden years is that it takes all the gold to grow old. Don't be a victim of rising health care and nursing home costs. Be prepared. Have a plan. Contact us today to find out how we help our clients protect and preserve assets for family and future generations. The Oldham Law Firm. 603 Southwest Drive in Jonesboro, or visit us on the web at oldhamlawfirm.com. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro is the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Ford and Truman is leading the way. And right now, Central Ford has a huge selection of pre-owned F-150s, Explorers, and Lincolns with great financing, low APR, and extended terms. Find a great deal on a pre-owned vehicle now at Central Ford. Central Ford and Truman, home of meter beat pricing. Exit 29, just off I-555, or online at centralfordtruman.com. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Grain prices still on the positive side this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAP Ag Network with your EAP New Market Report. September corn at 569 up two. We December corn at 575 up one and three quarters. August soybeans at 1424 and a quarter up 22 and three quarters. For September soybeans at 1364 and a half up 17 and a half. September wheat at 768 and a quarter up 14 and three quarters. We December wheat at 779 and a quarter up 14 and a half. October cotton at 9550 up 173. With December cotton at 9457 up 125. September rice at 1358 and a half up six cents. November rice at 1383 and a half up three. Moving on to livestock now. August live cattle at 122.95 down 20. With October live cattle at 128.37 and a half down 12 and a half. August feeder cattle at 158.52 and a half down 17 and a half. With September feeder cattle at 163.37 and a half down 17 and a half. August lean hogs at 109.82 and a half down 30. October hogs at 86.62 and a half up 15. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local farmers bins in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, with harvest just around the corner, Pico Foods is now booking corn and milo. If you haven't
and call Pico Foods. Do so today and take advantage of their always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth generation family owned business, is committed to doing business with local producers and right now they want to buy your corn and milo. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Young farmers don't listen to the radio, right? Wrong. In a recent survey, 80% of young producers said they get their most important agriculture information from their trusted farm radio station. Surprised? Don't be. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Radio is the perfect companion because it goes with you everywhere. Whether you are in the shop, on the combine, or in the truck, Farm Radio is right there with you. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. In a Friday show that has already gone dramatically off the rails. So if you're 40 minutes in and you're, you still got it on the tile, we, we appreciate you today. Already uh, full of twists and turns. 930-3776. At least the number on the Ritter Communications hotline is still the same. And our question for you today, what is the best baseball movie ever? I would like for you today to try and pick one. Got we we have to crank up the difficulty just a, a little bit today. You can't just just tr- just try just try and pick one. I have a list of uh, my top sixteen on my phone. But you do have at least have one. At, do you have a clear number one? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. I mean, I would some days I like to just try and you know save my answer for the end of the show. But my dog's name is Crash Davis, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people know. So I feel like I've already kind (laughs) of given away some hints on the direction that I'm going with this. I should have brought him to work today. (laughs) He had a tough night with the thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about him today. Yeah. I should have just brought him. He's kind of not really chill enough to hang out for a two-hour show. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Some A-State talk coming up here in just a little bit. But we've had a busy day on the phone, so don't want to tell you we're going to get into some audio or anything like that and then uh, and then have to call an audible. So we might, uh, I think we're going to save that for the second hour of the program if that's all right. But obviously, do want to catch up on the Red Wolves um, as they get ready to scrimmage tomorrow. So we'll save that for later on in the show. Stickman's with us on the phone. How are you? Hey, Stickman's, I will gladly confess Stickman as well. Okay, you, you cut out there just a little bit. Okay, hang on. It's Stickman Jr. Hey, Stickman Jr., how you doing? I'm good. How about you? Hey, doing great. Thanks for shouting at us today. Yep, yep. Uh, I know it's Friday, but as a Cardinal fan, do you know what day it is? It is Happy Jack Flaherty Day. Exactly. I figured you'd get that. I, I never thought he'd pitch again this year, but today is Jack Flaherty Day, and maybe we swept the Pirates. Yeah. So maybe if we sweep the Royals, that'd be six games in a row. Yeah. We'll still be eight games out, but, you know, I don't think the Brewers are going to ever lose again. I don't either. I don't either. I'll be honest with you. Not that I have a lot of faith in, in this happening either, but I've been checking the wild card standings a little bit more lately than I have the central standings because the Brewers are just, they just look like unstoppable machines right now. I mean, they scored, I think they scored 16 last night, and Corbin Burns struck out like 17 the other night. 
against Chicago. I mean, I understand it's the Triple A team now, Chicago, but uh, still, I mean, you got to make the pitches. So they uh, they they did bad things to the Cubs. They did. Yeah, it's uh, it's, but you know, it's Chicago, and I know Theo's not there anymore. But we'll see. We'll see what they can do. Um, I hope the Cardinals never come to that point where it's a complete rebuild. I don't know what I would do as a fan. It'd be tough. I, I'd be okay with it if they were clear about it. But it would have to be – I think the only way I would be okay with it is, well, bad things would have to happen first, based, unfortunately, um, obviously. But if there was just ever a situation where, say, at the end of, of Mazalock and – Gersh, whoever's running the show now, if, if things get bad and they continue to trade away some top talent because they either can't recognize it or can't develop it, I'd be okay with doing a reset on the on the you know management at the top top level. And if you have somebody who can recognize and develop talent, then fine, tank for a couple years and and build ahead to to five seasons from now. But um, I mean, it it is tough when you're sitting here yeah. in August and your team's not in the hunt. When your team's 18 and a half games back in the NL Central right now. Oof. Yeah, it's it's. I have it every single game this year. I've at least score tracked. I'll, I'll get on at least two to three times throughout the game, but I haven't watched maybe but two or three times since the trade deadline. I mean, what's it's the just, point? It's, it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard as a Cardinal fan seeing so many guys that you traded away or. They lost in free agency and didn't resign. That are doing so, having, having so much success with their new team. Yeah, I mean, uh, one you know, did... we got Randy Randy Rosarino last year in the World Series. Uh, Patrick Wisdom for the Cubs, who who had a uh, he won Rookie of the Month this year. Um, you know, Piscotty Lance Lynn pitched last night. He's you know ERA is in the top five in the AL right now. It's just, I mean, it's, it's crazy how much how much guy how much success guys have once they leave St. Louis. So. It's hard to watch, for sure. Yeah. I'll throw a couple more at you. Uh, last night, you know, of course, uh, every night, uh, I get an email every morning from from Baseball Reference, and it goes through it, and what it does is it lists all the best performances from the previous evening. The best performance last night, pitching-wise, was from Marco Gonzalez, a lefty starter for Seattle. And, of course, that was a guy who was in the St. Louis organization um, back up until 2015 or so, or excuse me, 2017. Is is when he got traded to Seattle. He'd be helpful right now. Sandy Alcantara would be incredibly helpful right now, and he's a guy who's having a monster season. So. I might be wrong on this, but was Marco was he involved in the Tyler O'Neill deal? Because I think Tyler O'Neill was in Seattle. Maybe. Oh, Let's... I think that's. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that sounds right. Because um, I don't think O'Neill was. I don't think he's been a Cardinal his entire life. No, like, no, no, no. He's he is not. He was uh, he was not originally drafted by the franchise. I think that might be. But yeah, Marco Gonzalez, man. I mean, he throws it probably. You know, his fastball's probably ninety one, ninety two. But he's one of those control guys. You know, he doesn't. You know, yeah, I forgot about Marco Gonzalez. Uh, he was a prized prospect in our organization for a long time. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was O'Neill for Gonzalez, uh, straight up. Oh wow! Yeah, I. I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I was about ninety nine point nine percent. So that's uh, that's crazy. But the best baseball movie is no no question hundred percent the same lot. Okay, no doubt about it. I like the and confidence. I, I like in the field. Answer. I like Field of Dreams. Um, you know, it's it's probably in my top five. But I think the same lot is just. Um, and I haven't seen the remake of the same lot. I won't ever watch it. 
basically like Space Jam, the new one that came out. I'll never, I'll never watch it, and I don't think I'm missing out on much. Um, but the same lot, you know, there's so many classic lines in that movie that you'll always remember um, watching it as a kid, and you'll you'll remember those, you know, 50 years down the road. Um, so, but that's that's my choice, um, and I, I figured it'd probably be on Cage List too. Yeah, Sandlot's on my list. It's it's in the top ten. It's not number one for me, but it's in the top ten. Yeah, I just uh, so most of the time I like true story, you know, sports movies, and that's the Sandlot's obviously not a true story, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I think there might be a few baseball movies that are true stories, um, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Well, there's a couple that are that are based off true stories. Moneyball, mm-hmm. obviously, with with Billy Bean right. and, and the Oakland A's, and then of course the Rookie, which is based off of. Uh, gosh, I just went blank on the pitcher's name. Jim Morris. Thank you, and we just had it pulled up a, a couple minutes ago. Uh, we've heard it talks about Fear Strikes Out and, and Bang the Drum Slowly. Those were all based on on um, real-life situations as well, although obviously everybody always takes kind of some artistic liberties when they start to make those movies. But Stickman Jr., we appreciate the phone call today. Yeah, Kara, thanks. Y'all have a great weekend, guys. Hey, you See too. Y'all. Thanks for shouting at us. Uh, yep. I mean, look, I'm... A little biased on Sandlot as well. You play ball like a girl is a <laughs> phrase that plays yeah. at the top of our show every single yeah. day. That's, I mean, that's that's a great movie. It is. Uh, we I sh- didn't even know they made sequels to Sandlot, by the way. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to pretend it's not and go to break. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to, we're going to live in denial for the rest of today's show, if that's okay. Keep it here with us. More to come after this on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Rookie quarterback Mac Jones looked pretty good last night for the Patriots, but one thing was clear. He's not in Alabama anymore. In college, he got to play with the dream team of wide receivers. He spent part of his season with Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. He also occasionally had number six overall pick Jalen Waddell, a full season with Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith. So who's he got in New England? Last night it was guys like Christian Wilkerson and Gunnar Olszewski. To be fair, the Patriots only gave their top receivers limited work, but you still have to wonder about the weapons. Cam Newton didn't have much to work with last year. Tom Brady certainly didn't get a lot of help in 2019. I don't know if Jones will be able to take the job away from Cam at this point, but regardless of who's at QB, New England still needs to prove it needs to upgrade at the wide receiving position. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There's one, there's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD Sports Creams and Roll-Ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast-acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Stay at the top of your game with M-Drive, the supplement for driven guys who want to compete like they did when they were younger. Packed with clinically tested ingredients to help you fight back against aging, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels while adding vitamins and nutrients to boost energy and strength. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You get free shipping, 60-day guarantee. Or if you're out and about, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Join the community of guys refusing to let age slow them down. Don't let age beat you. Get M-Drive. 
Time for new tires? Head to Plaza Tire Service today and save up to $90 instantly on eligible Firestone tires. Exclusively at Plaza Tire Service, save $50 instantly when you buy four eligible Firestone tires and increase your savings to $90 when you use your Plaza Tire Service card. Offer valid July 9th through August 31st, 2021. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval, see store for complete details. If you want the best deal on Firestone tires, plus up to $90 in instant savings, see Plaza Tire Service today. At Gazaway Ace on West Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. There's still lots of warm weather ahead, and football is almost here. Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, and the Big Green Egg. Kick off the tailgate season with a grill you've always wanted at Gazaway Gazaway Ace, Hilltop in Jonesboro, and West Kings Highway in Paragool. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Uh. All right, welcome back to the program. 9303776 is the number to call. I tell you what though. Hold that thought right now. We just got a couple more minutes here until uh till it'll be the the bottom of the or the top of the hour again and, and we'll have to take another break. So so if you call us right now, unfortunately, we'd probably have to have a, a really short phone call. And so far today, you guys have had so many great calls. Uh, I don't want to limit you or have to cut you off or, or anything like that. You can go ahead and, and start thinking about your answer to our KavanaughCars.com question, though, if you're just joining us. What is the best baseball movie ever? So many different answers today. I was hoping to bring you you know, more clips to play for movies, but obviously couldn't really share that much audio from Major League. <laughs> Not at least, not any of the good scenes, at least. Yeah. Couldn't really share anything with you from Bull Durham. Because that's just a movie, like, there's some movies that have emphatic swearing. Bull Durham just has casual swearing. Like, it's just in every line of the conversation. I mean, in Major League, you could have clipped the... You trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? We could have. We could (laughs) have. They could have been like the one But that's one like the only scenes. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's like nothing. Yeah. Nothing in Bull Durham. I, I looked. I tried. Instead, you just get us talking about it. I can't even like quote it because it's just can't say it. Uh, if you just uh, if you're just joining us as well, some news I want to pass along. Some really cool news from Arkansas State Letterman's Club set to induct their latest class, and this features <laughs> one of the best hitters to ever play for a state baseball. One of the most impactful players, if not the most impactful player to ever step on the football field. It features the most successful professional Red Wolf. And it also features what could arguably be called the best women's athlete to ever wear an A-State uniform. More on that when we come back. At the top of the hour. I feel like just with those hints, some of you can figure out who some of this class is if you haven't already seen it. But we'll dive into it more when we come back at the top of the hour. We'll also talk a little A-State football with you. Scrimmage set for tomorrow. 
We'll hear a quick clip on what Butch Jones wants to see. And oh yeah, we're going to talk some more baseball movies too, if that's all right. Keep it here with us. More to come in the second hour of the program on the Workday Red Zone. This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Sports Update from KNEA. Brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. Arkansas State hits the practice field today for workout number six of fall camp. The first fall scrimmage takes place tomorrow, which will also be the first camp workout in full pads. Cardinals are in Kansas City looking to keep the momentum going after a three-game sweep in Pittsburgh. Paul DeYoung and rookie Lars Newtbar each hit two run homers in the fourth. Newtbar's first big league blast as the Cardinals held off the Bucks 7-6. For the sweep, Jack Flaherty returns to the lineup tonight. He'll start for the Cardinals against the Royals. Mike Miner in Kansas City. First pitch at Kauffman Stadium at 7-10. Pre-game 6-15 on 95.9 The Wolf. And are you ready for some preseason football here on KNEA and KBRI? You get it tonight as the Dallas Cowboys look to rebound from last week's Hall of Fame game loss to Pittsburgh. They'll be in the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals in Glendale. Pre-game coverage from Compass Media Networks begins at 8.30 this evening. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plants and Tire Service. And that's the latest from the ticket. Hey, Scotty. What now? Want to go eat lunch at Southern Chef? Oh, sure. I'll drive. No, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. I want to get my car washed and save 25 cents a gallon on gas. Well, so do I. I'm going to go buy an unlimited wash package and get the first month for $1. VP Power Wash and Southern Chef, 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. VP Power Wash, the science of clean for your car. Sign up for any of their monthly unlimited wash packages starting at $14.99 and get the first month for $1. Yup, wash your car all you want that first month for $1. Or if you buy any single purchase car wash at the pump, you get 25 cents a gallon off your gas purchase. Save either way and keep your car clean. VP Power Wash 2305 South Caraway. VP Power Wash and Southern Chef 2305 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Alright, fine. I'll just meet you there, but you're paying for lunch. Fine. I'm saving enough money on gas and car washes so I can buy your lunch for a week. Well, sounds good to me. Hey y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. We're expanding our inventory and carrying a full line of Xmark zero-turn mowers. Xmark mowers delivers a perfect cut in less time, delivering field-tested reliability year after year. And now, are you ready for this? You know Bad Boy mowers? Well, now you need to get to know Bad Boy tractors. From 25 to 35 horsepower, you won't find a better price tractor. Come see us at any of our three locations in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro, and check us out online at coximplement.com. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust gear up for hunting this season and save at the manliest store in jonesboro dnw outdoors dnw voted the best outdoor store in northeast arkansas has been your hunting destination for over 30 years dnw outdoors is your bow hunting headquarters with all the top brand bows and the most qualified bow technicians around that offer personal guaranteed service gear up early with new bow strings and cables and deer feeders starting at just 79.99 plus dnw is stocked with 50 pound bags of clean deer corn save on select games 
game cameras from Browning, Stealth Camp, Wild Game Innovations, and Moultrie. 40% off clearance on select camo and casual clothing from Drake, Columbia, Habo, and Bandit. DNW Outdoors, Parker Road just off the Triple Nickel Bypass in Jonesboro. DNW, big enough to serve you, small enough to know you. It's time to gear up for hunting season and save at the store voted the best outdoor store in Northeast Arkansas. DNW Outdoors. Hunting season starts now at DNW. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to KMEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Until uh, we get out of here for the weekend. <laughs> I, I have no idea if it will be as entertaining as the previous hour, but we could only hope. Kara Ritchie, Kate Carlton hanging out with you. Andrew Bowen also joining us today. 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, so here's what's going on. First off, KavanaughCars.com question. What is the best baseball movie ever? You all have been crushing it with your responses today, both on the phone and on Twitter at Kara underscore Ritchie. Of course, you can weigh in on Facebook as well, and we'll look there for some of your responses in a moment. But uh, here's some other big, big news from Arkansas State. And we mentioned this before the break. A-State, the Letterman's Club, has announced its newest Hall of Honor inductees. We did tell you some names earlier, but good grief, this this is a class. This is a class. We'll just go in alphabetical order, because why not? Ryan Applin gets inducted (laughs) this year uh, for the Hall of Honor. Do we even need to go through his accolades? I'm I'm pretty sure you guys know what he did at this point in time in his career. And also, of course, he's been a coach since he walked off the field at Arkansas State. And he's been a couple different places, FCS schools, FBS schools, and this year, of course, as the running backs coach on Butch Jones' staff. Following that, before we continue to go in, in alphabetical order, Tom Baumgartner, who wrapped up his A-State baseball career a decade ago, and still, if you go back and look through the A-State baseball record guide, he is everywhere in those offensive categories. He still, to this day, uh, well, he, he set program records in runs scored, hits, doubles, total bases, and at bats, ranked second in RBI, sixth in homers, eighth in stolen bases, and had an all-time career batting average of 328. Is that good? 
Seems good. <laughs> of course, you can also uh, see Todd in this area. He's the NEA director of, of the FCA. And then uh, if you ever, you know, whenever you tune in and watch those A-State baseball broadcasts on ESPN+, Plus, he's on there doing color. So he's still, still very, very, very much around the program. Continuing with his list, DeMario Davis <laughs> is getting inducted this year. Uh, look, he had a great, great Arkansas State career. And there's absolutely no doubt about it. He was linebacker at A-State from 2008 to 2011. Uh, one of the higher draft picks in A-State history went the third round, 77th overall. And just monster, monster career with, with A-State. But yet, as good as he was here, he's continued to grow as a professional. And now he's a guy we get to watch week in and week out on Sundays with the Saints. You know, played with the Jets, then the Browns back with the Jets, and now the Saints. He was uh, the Saints Man of the Year Award, 2020 nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And he's become known just as much in his professional career for what he does off the field as on it. Well-deserved there for all of the three guys that I just mentioned. Sharika Nelvis is in this class. And when you talk about the absolute all-timers, to ever do it in an A-State jersey. Apologies to those other guys. None of those guys ever won a national title. And not only did she win a national title, she swept the sprint hurdles in 2014. She won the indoor 60-meter hurdles, the 100-meter outdoor hurdles. She was also a finalist for the Bowerman. And while that name might not resonate with you all, everybody knows what the Heisman is, right? You know what a big, big deal it would be if there were ever to be an A-State player that was a finalist for the Heisman. The Bowerman is the track and field version of that. They take three finalists to their Bowerman final trophy presentation. And she was one of those three. She is on a very short list of the best to ever do it. And when you go back and look at uh, the A-State track top performance records, I think she's still, obviously, the, the leader there in the indoor and outdoor hurdles, but I think she still has the career longest, like, long jump or something else. She just did so much. She won 24 Sunbelt Conference championships between 2011 and 2014. Wow. 24. Is that good? Seems good, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last one here. And apologies to Joe Slayton because he, he played a little bit before my time. But when you go back and you look at his career numbers, he obviously deserves inclusion in this class as well. He was a punter for Arkansas State from 76 to 79. It ranked second all-time in punting yards, third in career punts. But uh, his average in 1979 was 54 yards per punt. And his all-time Long punt was 80 yards. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about flipping a field. I think that qualifies for Joe Slayton there. And then finally, uh, an honorable mention inductee, Gina Bowman, who has worked at Arkansas State for 45 years. And I know so many of you have had conversations with Gina over the years. For 32 years, she was the SID at A-State. She graduated from A-State, then began her career in college athletics after that. And uh, she... Has worked with 35 different head coaches, eight of A-State's 12 athletic directors, and uh, well-deserved there as well. So that is the 2021 
Hall of Honor class. I would say it's solid. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. They have a they have a, a dinner induction or a banquet or whatever you want to call it for this, and it's open to the public. You just got to buy tickets. That's through the Red Wolves Foundation, 972-2401. Zach's with us on the phone. How are you? What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Hey, doing great. Thanks for shouting at us. No doubt. Y'all having a pretty good Friday the 13th so far? Yeah. Hey, uh, our question for you today, what's the best baseball movie ever? Well, I'll tell you what. Me and Dad talked about this yesterday. Uh, I love The Natural, Robert Redford. Okay. You know, uh, great movie. But Major League is not far behind because I, I love that movie. Uh, and the second one wasn't half bad either. I mean, I know that everybody's like, well, Wesley Snipes wasn't back as Willie Mays Hayes. But Omar Epps didn't do a bad job playing uh, playing uh, Willie Mays Hayes in the second one. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the second one was a pretty good sequel. Now, after that, different story. I think it all went downhill after that. I don't even want to think about how many sequels there are because I'm not ever, ever going <laughs> to. Uh, I've never watched them, but I can just imagine how. It didn't even have I, was, I think Rube Baker was the only one in the original cast from the uh, from the third one. If that tells you anything. Okay. But uh, I, I loved it when uh, Lou goes, uh, "He may run like Hayes, but he gets like his sister." You know, I, I love love that part in Major League. But uh, yeah, the natural to me, you know, it's uh, almost like the Hoosiers, uh, like what the Hoosiers is for basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a question for y'all. When's the last time a good baseball movie came out? What's what's the last one y'all can think of? Forty two. Yep, that was a good one too. Jackie Robinson, no doubt. I thought Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. the Black Panther, rest in peace. He's got matter of fact, his uh, anniversary of his death coming up this month. Yeah. It's hard to believe he's uh he's he's gone. Yeah. But uh, he did a great job playing Jackie Robinson, and uh, Harrison Ford did a great job playing Branch Rickey. And that guy that played the uh, manager for the Philadelphia A's was a uh, uh, Ben Chapman. Was that his name? individual. Yeah. They did a good job playing that role, but uh, 42 was also a really good one. Yeah, yeah. The, the I like a million dollar arm. That came out in like 20. It was right after Mad Men went off air because John Hamm started it. Okay, it's I, don't, pretty I good. don't remember yeah. that one. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, the, how'd y'all have trouble with The Curve with Justin Timberlake and Clint Eastwood and Amy Adams? That was a pretty good one too. I love that movie. Yeah, so there's been a couple, but I'm you know I think we're due for another good another good baseball movie. It's been a been about five years or so, five or six years maybe. But, I think uh, I think Kevin Costner needs to do like one more for the road. Like he did, think so. Just every, every look, every baseball movie he's been in is is phenomenal. Hey, so why not? Now he's too old. He's too he's too old at this point to play an aging uh, pitcher because that was twenty almost twenty years ago when he was in uh, for love of the game. So I could see him play a manager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still other ways. A, a manager, a team owner, something. A super yeah. fan. There's still other ways he could fit into a baseball movie. As long as he gets yeah, Yellowstone yeah. season four done, that's that's the only thing that matters. <laughs> yeah, sports movie won it. His sports baseball movie won it. He's already made three. So, no doubt. But yeah, guys, natural and major league, not too far behind. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call. Tell you what, let's circle back around to AC here. We're just a couple minutes, uh, a couple more minutes before we dive into more, some more baseball talk because it is Jack Flaherty Day, and I'm excited to talk about that uh, as well as we talk about you know real baseball instead of just fictional baseball for two hours. But uh, but, uh, but with the Red Wolves, excuse me if I can if I can spit it out. Uh, no updates from last night. Uh, they did have a late night practice practice under the lights there at Centennial Bank Stadium. Full pads uh, didn't have any immediate availability and weren't able to catch up with with uh, players afterwards and I understand why it was 
a night where they were getting off the field at probably about 9.30. So Coach Jones didn't want to have to worry about them standing around or anything, wanted to get them treatment immediately and then and then go to bed. They have a very uh, detailed schedule, and I would guess that it usually doesn't involve standing around on a football field talking to media members until late. So, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, they're going to practice again today, 2.15, is when they're going to be out there. They're, I, I do anticipate, you know, an opportunity to talk uh, to Coach Jones and some players afterwards. And then tomorrow is the first scrimmage of fall camp now it is not open to the public it is not open to the media so when we all get back here on monday if you want my personal insights unfortunately i'm not going to be able to to give you any i've I've heard good things i continue to feel like we hear good things from the players so i I look forward to hearing their feedback on on saturday because we will get to touch base with them following the scrimmage but i'm uh I guess at this point in time, I'm kind of just looking forward to September the 4th <laughs> because that might be the first time that uh, that I have clear answers to any questions on, on what this team is going to look like. I have reasons for optimism, but I don't necessarily have a lot of fact to base them in uh, right now. But that being said, I tell you what, uh, I've got one quick clip here from head football coach Butch Jones where he outlines uh, just a little bit what he's hoping to see tomorrow when A-State does take the field for its first scrimmage. Well, it's really the first time where they're going to be able to tackle, uh, play football. We'll have no coaches on the field, and it'll be all game-like conditions. We'll even have live special teams. Uh, so really, it's an opportunity for them to really put their identity on video. We're finding out the players who we can win with, uh, who you know who's going to who we can trust in critical situations, and really just let them go out and play football. So it'll be game-like conditions, and there'll be all situations make sure from short yardage to goal line we'll do our red zone lockout scrimmage we'll have a move the ball segment Uh, we'll have a coming out segment so all situational football aspects that can occur throughout the course of the game and you know really see our communication uh, see you know our tackling in open space uh, plays in the line of scrimmage so it's a critical day in the in the evolution and the evaluation of our football team i can tell you my first three questions for media availability. How is the tackling? How is the special teams? How well did the offense do in short yardage situations? I think they're all those are all three things as we as fans think can be improved on from last year. And I'm intrigued to know. Haven't done a lot of live tackling, as you heard there. Partly due to not wanting to go through any overexertion due to the heat. And then two, also, every coach manages things and and has to walk this fine line differently of, okay, you have to get your players live reps, but you cannot get your players injured in the preseason. So what's the fine line between those two situations to where you have your team ideally prepared on September the 4th? He's done this long enough to be able to figure it out. So trust his judgment on that. But uh, very much looking forward to hearing what he has to say, what hearing what some of these players have to say following that scrimmage tomorrow. Uh, other A-State news. Do want to mention that uh, this is something that I've liked to see. Not one, but two different A-State commits that have been profiled by the St. Louis Post-Dispatch in the preseason. What they do is they put together a Super 30. 
So they look at, you know, 30 different players from within their, their readership coverage area that they expect to have successful senior, uh, senior seasons. And we've already seen Ashton Rustmeyer be profiled uh, in one of these write-ups. He clocked in at number 18. He's a defensive lineman out of Lutheran St. Charles. And over the past couple of days, it was also Ahmad Robinson, who is a class of 2022 commit. Uh, he's a de- defensive back out of East St. Louis. And he talks, of course, about his commitment to Arkansas State, saying, quote, it's the relationship I have with the coaches. When I got there, I loved it. They treated me like family, and I feel like I can start there and play, so I made that decision, end quote. Also talked about uh, he's a defensive back playing mostly corner, but says he could possibly switch to safety if there was more of a need there. And he has some some good offers. Missouri, Indiana, also Bowling Green, Wyoming, uh, several other group of five schools as well. And one thing I like about this young man is the fact that he plays on a team with Luther Burden III. I'm not sure where Burden is committed to go to college, but he's the consensus top-rated wide receiver in the country. I'm going to guess it's like Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, (laughs) Georgia, one of those programs. But that's who Robinson has to face off against every single day in practice. So... He's getting some good experience in trying to cover that young man that's already on his on his own team as he gets uh, more and more prepared and closer and closer to Division One football. So pretty good, pretty good preparation there for him. I, I continue to like to see, you know, just like with Memphis, I-, I like to see the fact that Arkansas State is kind of making these inroads more and more into St. Louis. Uh, one, there's a lot of talent there. Two, uh, there's not a lot of of Division One big power programs. Yes, you have Mizzou right there. But I feel like that's a place that maybe you can go in and get players. I also think that the geography is, is good here because it's a school where, or an area where it's, it's not a terrible drive from Jonesboro to St. Louis. It's certainly close enough for mom and dad and brother and sister and whoever else to come down on a weekend and watch a game or two. But it's not so close that these kids have to worry about their parents just randomly popping up one day to say hi. Yeah, you don't want that as an eighteen-year-old kid. You want a little bit of your own uh, privacy and independence. So I hope this is something we we continue to see is more players, more relationships with coaches uh, from that St. Louis area. Uh, as far as other news notes from from the Red Wolves, we'll check in on what some of the alums are doing here in just a little bit. But I tell you what, let's hit pause. I, I'm excited. Uh, for more of your answers on the question of the day, we'll look through what you guys have said on Twitter. And I'm also really, really excited for Jack Flaherty Day. That's today for the Cardinals. More on that when we come back here on The Ticket. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro's the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Chevrolet is leading the way. Save up to $3,500 on a 2021 Chevy Silverado. Get $3,000 off a 2021 Chevy Equinox or $1,500 off a 2021 Trax with new inventory arriving daily. Ask about free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Central Chevrolet, home of meter beat pricing on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. With approved credit, take dealer for detail. 
There is a Be a Genius three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get fresh ground beef sold in a 10-pound tube for $1.65 a pound. Locally grown seedless watermelons, $2.65, limit three. Doritos tortilla chips, nine and a quarter to ten and a half ounce bags, $1.98. Best choice cooked, peeled, and deveined shrimp, 21 to 30 count, 12-ounce bags, $4.48, limit three. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Race Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Bigger bonuses, increased starting pay. Linux Industries has 300 positions to fill and is now offering brand new seasonal shift incentives. Hiring bonuses from $2,000 for first shift and $2,500 for second shift. Starting pay from $15.25 on first to $16 per hour for second shift. Plus excellent benefits including full medical benefits and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses, increased starting pay up to $16 an hour. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com slash careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Sky Transmissions, with over 15 years experience in GM transmissions and a one-year unlimited mile warranty on all builds. For performance builds, reach to the sky. Sky Transmissions, listen to our customers. Great people, solid work. If you need a transmission pulled, rebuilt, and put back in your vehicle, Sky Transmission is the place to go. Come see us at our new location, 129 County Road 4061, just across from the Jordanson Highway 1 South. Call 870-333-8573. That's 333-8573. Or check out Sky Transmissions on Facebook. Empowering people out of poverty. Helping kids to shine. There's nothing quite like it. At World Vision, we want every kid everywhere to grow into who God created them to be. We know that you do too. Learn more at worldvision.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie, Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen all hanging out today in studio. Uh, 930-3776, the number to call if you want to get it in on the conversation. The best baseball movie ever. Also, I am so curious. Uh, I do want to hear some of your feedback from last night's Field of Dreams game. Especially maybe from, from those of you that aren't exactly diehard baseball fans. Did you still enjoy it? Because I, I was freaking out. And all my other baseball fan friends were freaking out. Loved it. But will this have any kind of, of staying power in terms of the impact on, on the game? You know, will, will you watch more baseball now if you weren't watching that baseball, that much baseball before um, last night? Will you be more tempted to tune into the playoffs? Because I swear, by the time the ninth inning rolled around last night, that felt like a playoff game. Yeah, it did. There's yeah. not always a lot of reasons to tune into a game in, in August, especially not a game of a team or teams you don't cheer for. But last night just had that vibe. It became must-watch TV throughout the course of the night. I'm very interested to see what the ratings for that game 
will be when they come out. How well reviewed that game was. Yeah, I think they're going to be really good. I mean, that was your that was the one big thing on TV last yeah. night. I mean, I think I hope that's an annual. I hope that's they already said they're going to do it next year, but I hope it's like an annual thing in August because baseball really struggles when yeah. football gets closer to getting here with people kind of losing interest i've fell victim to that this year too but like i was fully invested last night i think it will be you know manford has already said yes it's coming back next year and david ross uh cubs manager has already let it slip that chicago is going to be involved but i think we'll see it yearly and and kind of what it brings to mind here is when uh the nhl started doing that new year's day game and they would play it outside and they would play it at a non-traditional venue and it, it, it became a really big deal and I think that's what we'll see Major League Baseball um, start to do here because it was just, it was too awesome last night not to. Yeah. Um, I've looked, I went ahead and looked at the schedule for next year to see how possibly that it might could be Cubs and Cardinals because we know it's going to be Cubs. It was supposed to be Cardinals and White Sox last year. This game was supposed to start last year. And. Obviously, it did not for reasons that we're all aware, well aware of. So I know uh, Derek Gould, who covers the Cardinals for the Post-Dispatch, has said that you know the franchise very, very, very much wants to be in some way, shape, or form involved in this game. And I did go in and look at the schedules. And the Cardinals and the Cubs do play a series in August, the 2nd through the 4th. And that's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday series. So I don't know how committed MLB is to, to having this game on a Thursday. But I'm fairly sure on August the 1st, both teams have an off day. So Sunday is typically an early game. If they were to say, you know, finish up that Sunday game wherever they're at, go to Iowa, have that game Monday night, then have an off day, finish the series Wednesday and Thursday, you wouldn't have to do much finagling with the schedule to make that happen. Yeah, they also have a four-gamer later on in the month at Wrigley, so the 22nd through the 25th so that wouldn't take much finagling either if you played that Thursday game in Iowa the only issue with that is that's for the Cardinals that's during a stretch where they play 15 straight games and even though it's not that much out of the way in terms of from Iowa to Chicago it's not from Dyersville where that game was held to Chicago not very far at all they did have you know the way they did it is they did give those teams just a little bit of a buffer window for travel. The White Sox and Yankees are off today. Yeah. So so there's a couple possibilities. I'm going to cross my fingers for that. I don't know why I'm getting hyped up about it. There's no way in the world I could afford a ticket. <laughs> Plus, it's probably like a 15-hour drive to Dyersville, Iowa. Can't be a fun drive. I would not drive from here. Fly to Chicago, drive over from there. Oh, it's, like, it's nine hours. I, I was thinking it would be way longer than that. I still don't think I want to drive to Iowa. Yeah, I mean, once you get up into, like, northern Missouri and then into Iowa, it's just cornfields. Yeah. I think I'm, think I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> the game was great last night, though, uh, obviously. Cardinals played yesterday afternoon, and it was a bit of an interesting game because the thing that stunk about it is Wade LeBlanc only lasted a couple of innings, and then you had to have a bullpen game from the team, and... It, it was it was mostly okay. Um, Alex Reyes did give up a home run there in the, the ninth inning. So it wasn't completely without its drama. And I continue to be a little bit concerned uh, about him. Um, as the season has gone on, we've seen more and more of these performances. Not that he's going out there just completely getting shelled. 
But he is giving up runs. He is... He did blow his first save not that long ago. He's flirting a little bit more with, with blowing some others. And, and not that I'm advocating, you know, taking him out of that role or anything like that. Because I certainly don't want to do that. I don't want to see them do anything that messes with his confidence level. But I am concerned about him from a health standpoint. Uh, he has just been through so much physically. That if they can give him more breaks, more buffers as we get into the tail end of the season, I I would like to see that. Um, that's that's certainly what I'd like to see. Now they might not have that option. Uh, that bullpen, really, that at this point in time, if it's not Reyes or Cabrera or Gallegos, I don't know who's coming out there. And whoever is coming out there, they're probably not pitching with any other level of consistency. So you might not have that option, too have someone close other than Reyes because the last I heard it's been a minute since I've checked on Jordan Hicks and his injury status but I don't feel like it's good there was not the kind of progress from his injury in in recovery like we've seen from Jack Flaherty so I might just be talking just to talk it's all wishful thinking but it's not something that's feasible especially if the Cardinals find any way to make some hay in the the central or the wild card race Uh, You have to be a little bit optimistic about possibly just the potential for better baseball coming up for the Birds because tonight you get Jack Flaherty back. And that is just so, so, so huge. He was having an awfully good start to the season. Uh, He he really was. And not that 2020 was bad, but it was a little bit of a down year following just how incredibly strong he closed in 2019. But this year, he looked like he was due to replicate that season again, due to be in the conversation as one of the best guys, or at least one of the best young guys to be pitching this year in Major League Baseball. And then we got the report that it's, you know, of, of one of the nastiest words you can say in, in baseball, especially with a pitcher, and that's that it was a oblique injury. So, again, May 31st was his last time out on the mound for the Cardinals, and had to go through some time where obviously he, he didn't do anything. Didn't do anything at all, pitching-wise. And then finally, a few short weeks ago, he was able to start the rehab process. Through a couple of innings on July 27th for the Redbirds. One hit, no runs. couple, three strikeouts. He had another rehab appearance on August the 1st. Also for the Redbirds. Three innings there. Four hits. Couple of earned. Got his pitch count up to 58 in that game. Then you get to his most recent timeout. Went and pitched for Springfield. Double A there on August the 6th. And got up to four innings. Three hits. Three earned runs. Three strikeouts. Did give up a homer. But up to 75 pitches. So that pitch count I would imagine tonight. 85, 90. Perhaps what we could see from Jack Flaherty. It might take him just a couple seconds to to get settled in. I don't think it's going to be a flawless start by any stretch of the imagination. But I just know personally I'm going to be thrilled just to see him back out there. Especially because, you know, (laughs) the baseball gods give and the baseball gods take away. You thought you were going to have a little bit more rotation security with Flaherty back. But then what happened yesterday... You lose LeBlanc. And I, I have not seen an update on his injury. I don't, I'm not sure what the status is there. But, I mean, look, it's just never good when somebody pitches two innings and they got to come out of a game. It could be something as minor as, like, a fingernail. Could be in... I think I, think I might, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, might have heard the word elbow. 
which just makes you nervous. And if I didn't, I'm sorry for fear mongering. But, um, but at least again, you got Flaherty back. Cardinals taking on a, a not good team in the Royals, who they've seen recently. So there is the opportunity to stack some some wins there. But the problem is when you look at the NL Central, is one the Brewers are already good, and two they're in a portion of their schedule where they're they're taking on bad teams. Uh, the Cubs are not what the Cubs were back in June, in, in May, when especially in May when they were having success. I can name like three players now that are on their roster. And they were awful yeah, in their series against the Brewers. It's a very, very bad lineup. Who's ever heard of Frank Schwindel, the Chicago Cubs starting first baseman? Probably just his parents. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, there's been, he's a major leaguer. I mean, there's... Or Robinson Chernos, the Cubs' backup catcher who's been starting since Contreras is hurt. Or Rafael Ortega. The list goes on and on. They're definitely not standout guys. (laughs) Yeah. You're at a point now where you've got young players or you've basically got 4A players uh, that are all up and down this roster. A lot of what the Cubs got back in, in their trades are, you know, some minor league pieces that might not be in the bigs until 2023. But... I mean, just brutal, brutal against the Brewers. And so so what do the Brewers get now in, in terms of their challenge? The Pirates, who <laughs> have lost eight in a row. So it's not going to be very wild to think the Brewers are going to go out and sweep this series too. So the Cardinals just have significant work to do if they're ever going to catch them to the point that it almost seems more feasible for the Cardinals to win the wild card. And, and that's not, that's I'm not saying it's feasible. I'm just saying it could almost be more likely than them catching the Brewers. But if that was to happen, they would have to leapfrog the Braves and the Mets and the Reds and the Padres. So really, the, the deck is stacked against them any way you want to look in terms of getting to the playoffs. But, you know, I do hope they're at least able to finish strong. You get some more good innings out of Jack Flaherty. Uh, maybe get Miles Michaelis healthy, so you can see what a healthy team would like look like in in 2021. Uh, because uh, you know I have been at least impressed with with the way the outfielders have continued to play. Tyler O'Neill has been good lately. Harrison Bader, Harrison Bader can be slightly below average at the plate and still be hugely impactful to that team for what he's done, what he does defensively. But he's been improved at the plate this year. So there are some reasons for optimism, and uh, again, very, very, very much looking forward to what Jack Flaherty is, is going to look like tonight on on the mound. 710 is when that one starts. Of course, we'll have that broadcast for you on our sister station. 95.9 The Wolf. You know what we're going to have here tonight on the ticket? Some Cowboys for you. Preseason. Of course, is is already started, but uh, we will be bringing you these final three Cowboy preseason games and of course all of the regular season as well. So 8 o'clock tonight. Tune in for Dallas at Arizona. Looking forward to that. Uh, Some more NFL talk on the way. We'll catch up with some of these A-State alums and tell you what to look for this weekend uh, as some Red Wolves are trying to make some rosters where you can or can't watch or at least keep up with stats and and what numbers to keep an eye out for. That comes back. That it will be right here on the way next on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
Registration for the 2021 fall semester classes has begun at East Arkansas Community College in Forest City. The American Rescue Plan has funding that students may receive for the fall semester. Yes, that's right, free money for fall. Up to $1,200 for degree-seeking students enrolled in six or more hours. For more information, call 870-633-4480, extension 215, or email care at eacc.edu. Fall classes begin Monday, August 23rd. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. There are many programs available to get you trained and get you to work faster. Apply online at eacc.edu. Visit the Wind Center or main campus in Forest City or call 870-633-4480 and register today for the fall semester. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro is the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Nissan is leading the way. Central Nissan has new inventory arriving daily. Check out the new 2022 redesigned Nissan Pathfinder. Plus, Central Nissan has a huge selection of pre-owned inventory with great financing, low APR, and extended terms. Central Nissan, home of meter beat pricing. Corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralnissan.net. With approved credit, see dealer for details. There's a lot of things we can say about the kind of experience you get when using First Financial Mortgage. Here are more glowing reviews from satisfied customers. I always hate buying, selling, or refinancing a home. First Financial Mortgage was great from start to finish. Everyone there was friendly and easy to talk to. Mary Tucker was a godsend. This was our first home to purchase, and she walked us through the entire process step by step. She is a true professional. Call Mary Tucker or Lori Weaver, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, equal housing lender, member F. Hey guys, EAB staff meteorologist Sarah Tipton here. I was out with friends last week and they wanted to know what I was doing to look so good. The last six weeks, I've been using the Betts Clinic Weight Loss Program and Body Contour Light. Y'all, I feel so good right now with cleansing my body and losing weight. I've lost 10% of my starting weight, 16 pounds, and I hope to lose more in the coming weeks. The best part? I can feel my obliques and see them, too. My arms and shoulders are on fire. I want you to feel and look like this. Being comfortable in my body, again, is wonderful. If you're like me, you know what to do to lose weight, but you don't want to give it the effort. That's why I chose Club Reduce and Solutions 4. This program at the Betts Clinic combines to help you in a specific way tailored to your body's needs. Want to join me? Call Dina at the Betts Clinic at 870-931-3722. 870-931-3722. The Betts Clinic. No. You can skip songs, but don't skip your child's recommended vaccines. Talk to their doctor about how to stay up to date and help protect them. A public service announcement from Vaccinate Your Family in collaboration with Merck. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Kate, Andrew all hanging out. Uh, 930-3776 is the number to call. Had this issue today where I say things before the break and then I, we come out of the break and I'm like, oh man, what, what were you going to talk about? Uh, <laughs> we'll check in on some A-State alums here in just a moment, but do want to mention the KavanaughCars.com question one more time for those of you that are just tuning in. What is the best baseball movie ever? It's a pretty simple one. Kind of, sort of. You either have one answer that immediately pops into your head or you got like six and then you got to go through and try and mentally rank them and figure it out, but I uh, have enjoyed your feedback on that question today 
So uh, you can still weigh in with us here on here on the show. Uh, as far as A-State alums and what they're up to this weekend, busy weekend, of course, in the NFL with uh, preseason action completely ago. Of course, last week we just saw the NFL Hall of Fame game, and, and that was it. But everybody is back at them. And some of the guys, uh, the most recent A-State guys, most of them that we've seen added to rosters, well, they're still around so far in camp. So looking at this NFL weekend schedule and when you're going to be able to catch people. First off, if you don't have the NFL Network, you're not going to watch anybody uh, because that's where all the preseason games are. But if you at least are are checking in on maybe the box score or something like that, everybody else, of course, playing this weekend. So tomorrow, Saturday, August 14th, uh, the first guy on the slate that's going to be playing is Kirk Merritt as his Dolphins take on Chicago. Uh, If you are able to watch that one, he's number 83. You'll be able to find him. Um, I, I saw, you know, you can go on each team's websites and they have depth charts uh, that have been, I guess, updated fairly recently. Right now he's listed as a, a fourth string guy. Seen a couple mentions of him in practice from, of course, the, the folks that cover the Dolphins. And I, honestly, I'm just not sure about how strong their depth chart is in front of him. If he's actually a legitimate candidate to make the f- field or make the team, excuse me, or a legitimate candidate to make the practice squad or if he's a legitimate candidate to get caught. Uh, I'm not sure, but I can tell you, he is at least there for for week one of the preseason with the Dolphins. Uh, Later on tomorrow, tomorrow Davis is going to be in action at 6 o'clock. I say he's going to be in action. He's going to be on the field, at the field. For like a quarter, maybe. I don't even know if he'll play that long. He might just wave to the cameras and call it good. That might be it. Actually, they're not on the NFL Network. He might just... Be on the sideline. You can get an NFL preseason pass for like a hundred bucks. So, a hundred dollars for the preseason. <laughs> I know that sounds super <laughs> enticing. I'm I'm gonna pass on that. But uh, for those of you that do have the NFL Network, make sure you have it on there late because at nine o'clock, that's when the Chargers are gonna be playing the Rams and a Forest Forest Merrill. Uh, right now, still there on the roster for the Chargers. He's number sixty six. Um, he's listed third team on their depth chart online, so keep an eye out for him. We won't see Arm- Omar Bayless until Sunday, uh, but his Panthers taking on the Colts on the NFL Network. And, uh, of course, he was 7 at eight eighty seventeen for Carolina. You should be able to remember that. I expect him to get some targets in that game, and I look forward to seeing what he does. Uh, fourth team is what he's listed as on their preseason depth chart on Panthers.com. As far as guys who were in action last night, of course, uh, the Washington football team was playing, so that means uh, J.D. McKissick was on the field for a little bit. And as you can imagine, look, it's preseason game one. He he had one carry and one target, which is kind of about what you ex- expect. So he had one rush for two yards, one catch for three yards. And it looked like they had about 17 wide receivers that they threw passes to last night in that game against New England. So uh, he was out there. He is still playing. He's healthy. He's good to go for the season. All of that good stuff. I did catch last night a couple minutes of CFL action because I was like, why not? I'll watch Cody Grace. He was playing for Calgary. Uh, Calgary is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I went and looked. I guess they're going to be there. So Cody Grace and Kyle Wilson are both on the roster. Wilson on the, uh, I can't remember if he's on the injured list or if he is on the the practice squad. But I guess it's going to be my my CFL team for the season because why not? And I'm already kind of regretting that decision. Because last night they had 100 yards of penalties and four interceptions. 
Wow. <laughs> so they're bad. Yeah, that's... Wow. And at one point in time, and this threw me for a loop, because I, I know a little bit about the CFL. I mean, it's still football, but there are definitely some quirks to the game. And it, it, for a significant amount of time, Calgary was trailing British Columbia one to nothing. <laughs> and that broke what? my little American football How brain. is that possible? They, I know nothing about CFL. So you can score something called a single, and it has to do... I had to look it up yesterday, and obviously I didn't read it very thoroughly because I don't really remember. But it, it has to do with kicking. Um, technically, you can score, score a point in an NFL game, but just nobody nobody does it. But you can score a single in the CFL. Let me pull up the rules here. Uh, it happens when the the ball is kicked into the end zone by any legal means. And the receiving team does not return or kick the ball out of its end zone. A single is also scored if a kick, excluding kickoffs, goes out of bounds in the end zone without being touched. Reading those words honestly did not clear that up for me in my head at all. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Let's just forget I said that. I'm more confused than I, than I was. Let's move on to other A-State alums. I got one more update to, to share for you. Liam Hicks, uh, former A-State baseball standout, made his pro debut last night with the Arizona Rangers. I think he was 0-3 with the walk, uh, but uh, you can follow that account, and they did announce, hey, he's making his pro debut. They put out a couple pictures of him in his uniform, so we'll be following along with him uh, in his pro career as well. One more A-State note, and we'll get to our, our final break of the show, and that's congratulations to Bennett Pascoe of Arkansas State cross-country track and field. We know how good of a season he had last year, but uh, he earned some All-America honors on the track. He's also earning some All-America honors off them as well. Third-team academic All-American uh, following last season. So he's still got more to come in an A-State uniform, and I expect good things from him in, in the future as well. going to be fun to see what A-State track is about to get into over uh, this year. I said that was the last A-State mentioned it's not. Because certainly cannot wrap up today's show without mentioning that it's game day for Arkansas State soccer. Exhibition game today against UT Martin. Now, it's in Martin, Tennessee, but you can keep tabs on their stat cast and everything. But uh, pretty cool. Season is, is more or less underway. Fall athletic season is here. So hope everybody's ready. Hope you did all your chores and yard work and all that stuff you have to do before you basically just sit down in front of a TV or tailgate for the rest of your life. One more break to take. Let's get to it. We'll come back and wrap things up on today's Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. We're not playing second fiddle to Memphis and Little Rock anymore. Jonesboro is the car capital of the Mid-South, and Central Ford and Truman is leading the way. And right now, Central Ford has a huge selection of pre-owned F-150s, Explorers, and Lincolns with great financing, low APR, and extended terms. Find a great deal on a pre-owned vehicle now at Central Ford. Central Ford and Truman, home of meter beat pricing. Exit 29, just off I-555, or online at centralfordtruman.com. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Yard Envy. 
It's a real thing. The guy three houses down has an amazing yard. Why can't my lawn look lush and healthy? Well, he uses J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Whether the job is large or small, commercial or residential, J&K Lawn and Tree Service offers incredible lawn care. Call 870-897-1329 today. Overgrown hedges, troublesome trees, or unwanted stumps? J&K can take care of that, too, with tree removal, trimming, and fertilizing, too. J&K also has a 10% discount for seniors and veterans. Call 870-1329. Make your lawn the best on the block. With J and K. Whether you're starting out or starting over, Payless is the name to remember for home furnishings. How about a queen mattress for only $99 or a heavy duty washer for $15.99 a week? Name brands like Ashley, Maytag, Samsung, Sealy, and more. No credit? No problem. Payless has flexible payment plans and on the spot quick delivery. So, starting out or starting over, Payless is the place for quality furniture with locations in Jonesboro, Paragold, and Pigott. Visit us online at shoppaylessfurniture.com. That's shoppaylessfurniture.com. Why I pay more when you can pay less. Hi, I'm Darren Dahl and Miss Arkansas 2019 and 2020. For me, the choice to get vaccinated was incredibly easy. I wanted the opportunity to get back to the normal that we were all used to and start to go outside in public and feel a little bit better about everything again. You can protect somebody's grandmother, somebody's parents. You're protecting your community by being vaccinated yourself. I encourage all Arkansans to go out and get their COVID-19 vaccine. Save lives. Get your vaccination. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health in Jonesboro. Guys, if you want to lose weight and get in shape for summer, you need to go by Elite Men's Health. We've all heard the talk about how women's hormones change as they get older, but guys, guess what? That happens to us too. Most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30 and some even before that. So why put in all that hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? I mean, it's going to be harder to lose weight, to burn fat, and perform at your peak if your testosterone level is too low. If you feel run down and tired all the time, if you feel like you have less strength or less endurance, and if you're struggling to lose weight, you might have low testosterone. Elite Men's Health worked for me. My free testosterone level is up over 300%. Go by Elite for an evaluation, and if your T-levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. If you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. In their new location, 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, Evelyn, can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Mm-hmm. Which team do you play for? Well, I- I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering, because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. I have a hunch. You can all name where where that movie is from. The thing is, when when a lot of people are, are giving their answers for best baseball movie ever, that's honestly not an answer that comes up a lot. No. But that is the most quoted phrase out of any sports movie ever? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. 
That or you're killing me smalls. Yeah, killing me smalls might be the might be the one. I mean, it's just it's. I don't know. There's a lot of phrases I use for Major League that I can't say on air, but a lot of phrases that I use a <laughs> lot use for Major in, League. You can't use those in polite conversation. Exactly. Yeah. You guys have, have crushed it today, by the way, with the feedback on social medias. We've been asking you, um, what is the best baseball movie? And I apologize, we're not going to have time to get through all of your answers here. But so many. Uh, <laughs> I did, uh, this doesn't really, not, not a real answer. But, of course, uh, earlier today, the movie Bang the Drum Slowly was mentioned as one that we should watch. Mr. A says they could just make a rematch, rematch now saying, called uh, Bang the Trash Can Slowly. <laughs> totally have the, the same vibe, right? Uh, looking through some of your answers today. Uh, the Sandlot comes up, of course, a lot. James, Mr. A mentioned that one. Major League, uh, KIT, Sports Director Chris Hutchinson. That's, that's his go-to. Uh, same thing for Logan Whaley, who's there with KIT Sports as well. Although he can't just pick one. He goes Major League 42 Moneyball. Chris throws out Sandlot, eight men out, Field of Dreams, said he could throw out more, but he'll stop. Cat does mention a league of their own as the best. Uh, so many others, and again, apologies that we don't have time to go through all the answers, but at, uh, at the end of the day, I obviously have to ride with Bull Durham. There's, there's a reason my dog's <laughs> name is is. Crash Davis. Although, in retrospect, Nuke Lelouch would have also worked for an 85-pound <laughs> Laugh Great Pyrenees puppy. Uh, <laughs> that that would have been very appropriate as well. I need to post more pictures of Zoomies, and you guys would probably probably want to call him Nuke. But, but uh, man, that movie just has, it has something for everybody. It's got the comedy. It's got the baseball. It's got the romance. And a lot of times when you hear players talk about what is the most realistic as far as actually showcasing what it's like as, as a player. That's the one that that gets mentioned. So that's on the top of the list for me. Cade? Moneyball. Okay. I love Moneyball. The last scene gets me every time. Andrew, I know you don't have a microphone in front of you, but just yell yell out your answer real loud. The Sandlot. Okay. The Sandlot. All right. Yeah. I also really, really like, in terms of like my favorite baseball movies, I have it eight in terms of like the best baseball movies, but in terms of my favorite, I think Trouble with the Curve is probably two. I love that movie. Okay. I guess I'm going to have to watch that one. You've never seen it? No. It's a very good Man, movie. Man, how does every conversation go when we talk about movies? <laughs> it's, it's, it's also true. It's also true. <laughs> I mean, but it's a baseball movie. I figured, you know. Well, I, I'm just. It's a very, I would highly recommend it. I'll get to it one day. Yeah. Also, I know people don't like it, and I understand why they don't like it, because it is kind of a cheesy, sappy movie, but I do like Fever Pitch. Okay. I think, I, I don't think I will ever watch that one, because I know the premise of it, and it's based on, you know, a diehard Red Sox fan mm-hmm. who thought he was going to be long-suffering, and they actually, I heard they actually had to tweak the end of that movie after the Red Sox won the World yeah. Series. But who did the Red Sox win the World Series against? <laughs> In a 4-0 sweep? I'm not watching that. There's I'm actually watching that movie. There's actually a video on YouTube, and I didn't realize this until after I rewatched it a couple of months ago. But there's a video on YouTube where Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore are like down on the field, 
celebrating, like acting for the movie, and the Fox cameras catches them and like Joe Buck is just speechless. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah, he's like, "Why? What? <laughs> I might have to look into that." Uh, I, I'm, that clip still, <laughs> still not watching that movie. We always appreciate KavanaughCars.com for sponsoring our question of the day. And of course, if you have any questions about buying or selling a vehicle, they are the place to head. They've got so much information right there for you on the website. But if you still have questions, if you still need information you can't find, you can chat with somebody right there online. So find your car, get your trade in appraised, schedule an appointment, whatever you need to do, all there for you at KavanaughCars.com. I think this was a fun way to wrap up the week. I'm a little biased, but... uh, seem to be a decent day i appreciate all of you joining us today especially so many of you that called in tweeted in shared your answers on facebook commented all of that uh you guys uh, you guys definitely brought it today keep it here dan patrick is next followed by the drive at three o'clock have it here monday morning for the front row with budro at seven rwrc radio with jc comes your way at 10 kate and i will be back monday at noon for kate i'm kara thanks so much for hanging out with us today cannot wait to talk to you then, have a great, great weekend. <laughs>